Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who, in the name of charity and goodwill, shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. After I like it straight nice and smooth. The glasses. You know, straight like snow cone likes it. Yeah. You know, just nakedness. Yeah. Get nakedness, a little, a little bit of light. Uh, it's not totally yeah. dark. Uh, shirt's off, yeah. right? He takes yeah. his shirt off, doesn't he? Oh, of course he does. Yeah. And then... Uh, I mean, he gets fully naked and they cuddle afterwards. That's you know that's for the afternoon. I, so I, stuff me, me and you are gonna do. Yeah, that is not for the afternoon. I, I could see him leaving his ankle socks on. No, you know no, you make no sure way. you know I, ever I ever since that Elliot Spitzer story, which people won't remember this. There's no reason for it to stick out in their mind. But that girl, I don't remember her name. The one that you know uh, he was caught having an affair with the sex worker. Wasn't she a sex worker? Was that the story? Who? Th- Elliot Spitzer. Yeah. That girl, she was a sex worker, oh, right? Yeah. High-end. High-end escort. High-end whore. <laughs> right. Uh, I know about him as the radio stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, So yeah, Same guy. That's he got all in I know trouble. about him. Oh, yeah, well, he, he got busted. He got busted. You know that. oh, really? His political career was you know, oh, on no the idea. rise. Yeah, he went away like Anthony Weiner. Um, hmm. But yeah, it was because of this, this story. And I remember one of the things she said in the story when she was describing her encounters I'd like with him. to think that somebody in big radio did that. Right, got, but there's got, no got, way. No, they didn't. They didn't. They, <laughs> like, they just be like, oh, you want to mess with us? Right, call girl. Right, right. Now. Like it's the Russian mafia. Nobody did that. Yeah. We can't even figure out how to get the cameras to work, let alone <laughs> right. bringing down Elliot Spitzer. There's and the way they tried to resolve all that. Yep, the whole thing. The whole thing was so stupid. If you don't remember Elliot Spitzer, most people outside of radio wouldn't remember right. any of and that. He tried right? to bust people or the for music taking industry. money for. Playing yeah, records. went after the record labels and uh, did and this then huge thing. DJs. I never and... understood how come an attorney general from one state is allowed to do these lawsuits in he, other states. Because though, he wasn't allowed to do it to everybody, but if you were headquartered in New York, so oh. like Atlantic Records, Warner Brothers, if you had a headquarters in New York City, then you were so under did, his reign. Why did I have to send him my emails? 
Because they were doing business with you. Oh, but it was so a it's company. connection. Okay. He's you were doing gotcha. business out of New York City. All right. Well, anyway, that call girl described the encounters with him, which happens a lot in these sex scandals, like the ladybug story or whatever. And you're like, oh, boy. That sucks. <laughs> but with the Spencer thing, she said, I remember, you know, he would get undressed and he'd always leave his black socks on, yeah. his, his dress socks, whatever it was. And the fact that that stood out to her, enough for her to use it as a descriptor, I thought... I should be more aware of whether or not I'm taking my socks off. Because I'm sure a lot of times, you know, you get your, your shorts off, whatever, and then I might, I'm sure there's, I'm positive there's been times when most I've had of, most ankle socks on, right? But ever since she said that, I was like, make sure you take your socks off. Because I'm just, I got this idea that the woman is now thinking, he's just naked with his socks on. Whoa, what a weirdo. You know what I mean? For some reason, that stood out to her. I don't know why it stood out to her. So I thought, well, I know what I look like naked in the mirror. It's not good. And if I'm naked in the mirror with just socks on, it does look somehow worse. So I guess I'll make sure to take the socks off. You certainly don't want. I think she's probably describing like you know tall dress socks. Yeah, he's wearing with his I would suits. think that's the issue, yeah. right? The yeah. things to the knees. I would think that's the yeah. issue. But I just now well, it's one know. of those things. I don't know. I mean, you, you, that's the thing. We don't know if 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 women are, are happy or not. You know, there's it's uh, it's a guessing game. You're allowed to fake it. I mean, men are allowed to try to fake it, but good luck <laughs> with that. Uh, it's just you know, you it all the time. It's 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 a mystery. It's a mystery. Yeah. Just say I finished. I've done it before. And oh, you're like, damn, I'm sorry. And then you make a big deal about how, you know, of course you shouldn't I'm have sorry. done it that way. And yeah. now you're worried about yeah. it. But in your head, you're like, another ain't, ain't nothing happening. Right. <laughs> done that. You're just I so promise hot. you, you're not you're getting so pregnant. Hot. Yep. Yep. No, but you pretend like you're scared. Yep. yep. And if it's a one night stand, like oh, I have, Man. I had a vasectomy. And I had a dime. Is... <laughs> I shouldn't. Yeah. I shouldn't let out men's secrets. They're like, well, you can't fake them like all the time. Oh, we I would say ninety percent of the time that a guy says, "Oops," there really wasn't an "oops." He's just done. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, shut up about it. Don't tell everyone this stuff, man. <laughs> you guys like, are anti condom. I'm not supposed to know. I always yeah. wore a condom, which I thought condom. made it easier. Yeah, you don't wear condoms. <laughs> of course I don't. I know. I know. So I'm saying I, I always wore condoms. Man, for Christ's sake. Right, condoms. <laughs> I always wore condoms, condoms, so I felt like that made it easier. I didn't understand how you guys that are not wearing condoms. We're able to successfully fake it. But I get it. Like you're saying, oops, well, this happened. That would be stressful. Kids. You don't. So. Right. I'm not sure we successfully did anything. I, I, look, I had this fear of getting a girl pregnant in high school. I don't know where this came from. We all you know, were told about teenage pregnancy. I don't even remember like a lot right. of and, uh, pregnant girls, but I was scared. And Twitch is right. Putting an air freshener bag on your wiener isn't a condom. <laughs> no, no, that's not a condom. That was my first, uh, very first ever encounter. I hadn't a bought, rudimentary condom. I hadn't bought condoms because I had never needed them before. But from that point on... I, I carried condoms on me, and I always used them. And then, you know, a lot of guys that I would talk to were like, yeah, no, I know. I'm not interested. She nah, I grew care. up in a different time. Right. I guess we I were did. so scared. We're, I was a kid. Was I, wa- I watched Pedro on The Real World Die of AIDS. You know right. what I mean? It was like, oh, my God, there, there's this disease that's, that's, that's killing people. Mine was the 80s. Reagan was like, you can't get it. You're straight. Right. Hats off, kids. Right. right. That's a gay cancer. I'm like, well, I'm not having gay sex. No, at least okay. not now. I mean, yeah, not yet. And I'm like, good. I mean, he said it was like a gay cancer. I know. I've seen the documentary. Hands off. And then they're like, you know, nobody was arguing about abortions. Right. They're like, of course. I had to get an abortion. Don't get one. Drove her to get an abortion. You yeah. maybe There's wrote a song about teachers, it. Teachers and their teachers were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't tell your parents. Yeah. And you, but and that was not a thing. It might have been a difficult decision for some couples. Like, well, this is kind of sad. Sure. And then you write brick or whatever. And but <laughs> but no one's like, oh my god, you know what this song is about? He's admitting to have done this. Right. He's a murder. No, there was none of that. There was none of that. It was just this is what you do because you're not old enough. Mm-mm. And now you see, like, you know, I see these 15 year old girls. I remember a girl saying, "Hey, did you pro-life. hear what happened to Angie?" 
And I was like, no. And they're like, oh, it happened over the summer. You didn't hear? And I was like, and I remember, like, in my head, I was like, what are the things that she could try to yeah. do? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I guess maybe she, you know, tried to kill herself. Mm, she could hurt abortion, herself. Yeah. maybe. So then I was like, you know, I don't know, what, did she get pregnant? Did she have an abortion? She's like, oh, no, worse than that. I'm like, oh, she must have tried to hurt herself. Yeah. I was like, she tried to hurt herself? She's like, no, she went to rehab. Oh. I was like, oh. Yeah. And that was worse. Right, of course. Right. <laughs> Having a drinking problem yeah, no, at 17 no, no. was a bigger deal. <laughs> the abortion was earlier. No, 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 no. <laughs> right. I'm talking about what she was, why she was gone last week. <laughs> right. She went to rehab. Yeah. I mean, and that only, honestly, that did not become... The talking point. There was some documentary. We, I know we I remember there was these it. girls like we used to hang out with all the time in the mid to late 80s. And one of my, I was like, hey, man, we should, they lived like, you know, like maybe 40 minutes away. Yeah. But, you know, they would have sex. And they were kind of hot, but they were from the country. Yeah. And I was like, man, we should go out there this week. And he's like, nah. I'm like, why? He's like, I don't know. They got all weird. They're like. Some of them are holding candles at some sort of abortion pro- protest or something. They got all religious. Yeah. That's the first time I'd ever heard of it. Yeah. And it was 45 miles away, right? Yeah. And it was these girls you used to have sex with, and now they something happened, and they be, started carrying candles and going to church. And that was like, it was like if somebody said that now, you're just like, oh, yeah, they're one of those people. Right. Back then, like my all my buddies were like, what? Yeah. And they what, do what? What they year was this? Candles? Like early 90s? 88? Yeah, because I know we watched a documentary that we talked about. I don't remember what it was, but they talked about when the the they Republicans were from the same city that the Grand Wizard was from. So we're like those people, man. When the Republicans right wing weirdos, like it was that odd. We're not the country split. You know what I mean? Right. But I'm not saying you're right or you're wrong. I, but I have my own Republicans thought. Republicans also but back then weren't it was so. Like, no, automatically anti-abortion. No, but that documentary. Like I'm telling you, you tell you like I. Oh, you know, my girlfriend had a boy. They're like, yeah, I'm not going to tell anybody. Like, your principal wouldn't tell anybody. Like, right. now, could you imagine right. a 17-year-old kid saying, I got an abortion, telling their counselor, and the counselor just being like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and keep right. that between us. Right. You're, or you're <laughs> like, going to hell. Right? Like, whoa, I don't know who I can tell. Right. But, they, yeah, Republicans, it's, it was saying basically in the 80s, who's that big religious leader? Was it Jerry Falwell? One yeah. of those guys. Republicans realized this guy can help us. He can help Let's us. Let's align ourselves with them a little bit. But then they were looking kind of, maybe unintentionally, but they were going through different issues and trying to find one that could stick, and suddenly this this pro-life thing, anti-abortion yeah. thing, started happening in, in the, you know, that part of the Christian uh, population. They, right. That started to become their rallying cry, and they had started to align themselves with Republicans, and so suddenly it became this thing. And by the time we got to, you're either blue or red, well, then, you know, you're either pro-life well, or pro-choice. I mean, pro-choice. they call them, and when you talk about it, like Reagan, he wasn't, he wasn't anti-immigrant. He was pro-immigrant. Oh, Republicans used so to you, debate right. about who'd be better at you know, right. helping get immigrants into the right. country. And then that. Senior, mm-hmm. he was the same way. But then, you know, who? Well, I forget his name right now. It's Bill Clinton. No, but it's uh, <laughs> oh, when George the Jr. D- won. D- he called him the architect. Uh, oh, Carl Rove. Uh, Rove. Carl Rove. Carl Rove. Yeah. Carl Rove, if you go back and read those books and re- watch documentaries, he was the one who was like, he didn't give a damn about that stuff either. No. But he's like, yo. He was like the first super If villain. we start really giving lip service mm-hmm. to this Christian right thing, they'll vote for us. And they will vote for us forever. And he, like, if you, they, they were like, we don't ever have to do anything. Right. Roe v. Wade said a lot. We just say we're going to overturn it if we can. But then all of a sudden, that became the majority of their party. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, damn, we really have to do something. Yep. And then what happened was those people like Mitt Romney 
And, and I, George, I'll neither one of the Bushes or Reagan would have a chance on their same platform of winning today. Because they're not, not conservative enough. Exactly. Yeah. Not enough. So, you, you know, you kind of like, you know, the tail wags the dog. And, the, and now here we are, right? I mean, in, by the, at least in the 90s, Clinton was saying, what was his saying? It should be safe, legal, and rare, right? That's right, what yeah, he yeah. talked about. So you don't want to be pro, oh, just get an abortion. You know, right. that was, he was like, this should be our party's platform. We don't want to come off as being like, we don't care. But that's when they we'll started, the debate started happening. And I feel Before like that, it was just like, it was like, this is a. I feel like both sides said over and over again, this is a decision between a woman and a doctor. Right. Why, that why, was what it was left to. Why do you, the, Putting the rare in there does make it sound right, exactly. taboo, scandalous, wrong. I agree. And I hear people today saying, like, you know, we should get back to that. That was great. Uh, Clinton did a good job with that. And look, they're smarter than me. But when I hear that, I think, no, it should just be, you know, you're not going to have this pregnancy. You're not going to carry this pregnancy. I mean, right. I don't, you know, then you get in this whole other debate about life and all that. But the I idea that. It should that, be safe. And plentiful. Right. Safe, legal, and by the way, (laughs) socialized. Right. And, yeah. Free. I'm serious. I I believe it should be. And in abundance. It it (laughs) should be safe, legal, free, and Lazo says in abundance. (laughs) But, yeah. But I I think it's something, just like we paid for the COVID shots, I think that's, you know, women's health care and reproductive health care should absolutely be covered. Of course it should. I mean, all health care should. Obviously, every other country does it. I get it. But could we at least start there? And that was the thing about Planned Parenthood. You know, when these activists came out and they started getting angry at Planned Parenthood, they forgot that Planned Parenthood is in there doing all this work for women's health care. Right, yeah. And they're doing all this work for not just women, by the way. I've gone there multiple times, men and women. But a lot of, a lot of people who can't afford health care, can't afford to go I to the doctor. That's uh, chlamydia shot. That's where I got my pills for whatever thing I had, that right. fungus or something. I don't know what it was. And they just gave them to me, you know. And there is like, a, oh, it's $20 or whatever. And because I'm a privileged White guy, I'm like, can I, I'll give you 200 right? Because they need okay, funding. I didn't say that. You, you, I'm sure you've given Planned Parenthood money before. <laughs> Not when I went in there for that. Oh, I just figured now's the easiest time. Can you charge me more? And well, I don't like, think yeah. I probably didn't have it. I've, you know, I've donated to them it, yeah. later in life Yeah, this just because I thought to myself, I've used that. Exactly. It's not just for women. No, it's not just for women. Right? It's for I didn't people. have any money. And how else? I couldn't go to a doctor. My girlfriend would find out. <laughs> <laughs> right. I had to go to a place where this could be anonymous, exactly. safe, and in abundance. Exactly. <laughs> All right, we were just sitting here off the air talking about how much uh, we liked Andrew from uh, something corporate and yeah. Jack's make and what a good person he is and you know these people that we've met over the years. And it reminded me, I saw this thing in Snowcone, you may have seen it, it was on Reddit like eh, four or five days ago. And it was on the Ask Men subreddit. And it was a woman saying, listen, I want to know how you, you as men pick up on whether or not other men are good or bad. And she gave these examples, and I might have saved this, but she's talking about like, you know, being at a bar mm-hmm. and there's a guy and she introduces him to her friend or whatever. And the, once the guy leaves, she will, the guy will say, like, you know, yeah, that guy, I would stay away from that guy. I don't like that guy at all. Like, and it yeah. seems like you guys are really good at yeah. guessing correctly. So, how is it that you know just from these brief encounters as other men? She's like, as women, we're constantly trying to look for red flags and everything else. Same you do with us. Right. Like, but it seems like with guys, you just talk for two seconds and you're like, I yeah, good guy or bad guy. I, yeah, and I never thought of that, but you can tell with dudes. I just. I can. I, I, I can't. I mean, I don't want to say I'm 100% right all the time, no, but I'm 100% it, right all the time. It's pretty damn close. It's the only time I use the word vibes because I hate the word vibes, but you meet people and you're like, I just get bad vibes from that person. Yeah, and then like, you, you just pick up on it. And then you're it's sus. It's a gut feeling. Yeah, these vibes make me sus. I've heard I you hate, say that. I hate the word vibes, but you get <laughs> no, vibes. No, it's so cringe. And also, sometimes if people are too nice, 
You know, like, isn't he nice? I don't really get like a a vibes feeling. To me, if I meet a guy, I'm like, that guy's just full of ass. Right. Mm -hmm. He's just, you know what I mean? I'm not like always a bad, I'm like, he's just, uh, nothing that guy says is true. There's blowhards. There's so many different personalities. All those different things, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. He's just lying or he's, he's whatever. He's a tool. He's soft. Yep. Right? Or do you think like, it's a gut feeling or more of like a mindful it's, thing? It's well, I think both. like I've seen a million of you before. Now I I have all these things. And, and after my years of dealing with all different types of men and understanding how men think because I am one, I'm yep. like, yeah, this guy. Sitting on the bus, playing right. sports together, whatever right. it was, we've been around and trying to make friends, right? right? Yeah. All right, which ones do I want to be friends with and which ones want to be friends with me? And we probably all know. I'm guessing, I don't know, I guess I'd have to ask you, but like, does everyone know, is, does every guy know at least one other guy? And it's probably like, in my situation, it's like uh, a, a friend of a friend's husband, right? So it was like a couple's thing. I got introduced to this guy. I didn't go to school with him. From the moment I met this guy, I was like, wow, this guy. It, it was like, Andrew, right? Like, this guy is just so nice and so funny and just so easy, genuinely easygoing and, and likes life. I can tell mm-hmm. that he, he enjoys life and he's smart and he's so good that i feel bad for in those moments who whatever woman is with me you know what i mean when i'm with my girlfriend i'm like god don't hang out with this guy too much because i feel bad and i'm I'm sure his wife is like i know where i'm like that and you know i wish i was as cool as that guy well no not even that where i'm like just as genuine i feel bad that you have to live in this world with us. Exactly. Like, that really, like, man, that guy. And then, you know. You put up with my And stress. if a girl's like, what do you think about him? I'm like, don't leave him alone. Right. This dude doesn't need your nonsense. Exactly. Right? Exactly. He's not a really good and guy. And he's not going to do it. Right. It, you know, he might for two minutes, but then he's going to turn the car around. Right. That's not how he's going to live his life. Right. And I think some of those people that are so good, they but can change But he'll be people. so worried about you. Yeah. Right? That he'll just be overly nice, and you'll... You could make him worse than what he is. Yeah. So yeah. don't just leave him alone. Yeah. I mean, do, come do, back over to me. You're not going to hurt me. Do you guys know? Right? You've you've met guys like this. You know what I'm yeah, talking about. Like, yeah. is there one you can think of? Like, yeah, man, that's a good person. Head. Yeah, me too. And, uh, right. and everything's intentional. Everything matters to them in certain yeah, things. Just, you know, just a positive person, a listener, right? They socialize too. He's not a total introvert, yeah. but he is definitely listening when people are talking. He's not waiting to talk right. because he's interested in what people have to say. He wants to learn, and he just he's and they having think fun of the world differently. Absolutely, they see it differently. Absolutely. All the little things we see, they see it differently, and you pick up on it really quick. Yep. Like one of them was, you know, driving in a car and an ambulance goes by. Most people just pull aside, like ah, right? Yeah. I remember being in the car, and the first thing they said was, "Oh man, I hope everybody's all right." Right. Like, right then, you'd like, it was genuine. They meant it. Like, the first thing they saw when they saw an ambulance was like, I got to get over. Wasn't any of that stuff. It was just like, oh, man, I hope everybody, I hope everybody's okay. And they meant it. Yep. And I'm like. Yep. My friends didn't say that. When we saw that car wreck that we drove by, we were like, man. Right. And that that doesn't make you a bad person. It just makes you more of a normal person. I guess, I mean, I don't mean abnormal. Average. When I see a car wreck, you know, you think, I hope everybody's all right. That's a normal thing, right? But when you see an ambulance or a fire truck, the first thing I think of isn't, man, I hope everybody's all right. No, it's like, is but there once a structure I saw fire that person I do see? it, once I saw that person do it, yep. then in my head, I'm like, oh, I should try to be a better person. If I see an ambulance, the first thing I'm going to try to think of is I hope the person that's in there is okay. Yeah. I mean, a key element to yeah. all of these people is, is empathy, and they have, yeah. they have plenty of it. I found the post, by the way. It was from five days ago. 
And she says, do men recognize good men? What kind of sorcery is this? That's the, the title. Of it. She yeah. says, I've been dating a guy for some time now, and his oldest friends have told me he's a good, solid man despite his flaws. I agree. They've known him forever, and he's been a solid friend all those years. When my male friends met him for the first time, they said, he's a good one. Hold on to him. In those situations, he literally did nothing noticeable on my radar, and I'm puzzled. What is it that you guys sense in other men that makes you give the nod of approval? Is it just spidey sense? Are there specific cues that guys pick up on when assessing other men's behavior and personalities? Yeah. I'm sure there is. I'm not a psychologist, though, so right. all I know is... But we know right off the bat, you know, there's boastful and braggadocious, but then there's also, like, they're like that, but they're lying, mm-hmm. right? So, like, I don't hearts. mind if somebody's talking about themselves and... You know, they put themselves in a good light, and it's true. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, that's cool. You know what I mean? Like, interesting. Like, they're like, oh, I'm a doctor, you know? And they're talking about whatever they do. I don't, that's not a bad thing. Right. Right? But it's when they start talking about, you know, I'm in the finance industry. And you're like, hmm, that's interesting, right? Well, what do you do in the finance? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'm, I'm, after two minutes, I'm like, I'm positive you own a payday cash loan right, business. Right, right, right. Not really fine. I, I guess, mean, I guess it is, is, right? But it doesn't take me long to figure that out. Blowhard. Right. right. You know what I mean? Yep. And tries to skew everything that they're doing. I've picked that out in like a minute. Yeah. Like, okay. When Brooke, Brooke used to work for PricewaterhouseCooper, and she introduced me to her boss at something at the Nelson, right? So this guy is a really, you know, he's a successful accountant, and he's right. working his way up to be more successful, but he was already really successful. And as soon as I met him, you know, it's like, oh, I want you to meet him. Now, she had told me that she liked him. But as soon as I met him, I was like, this, uh, this guy's awesome. You know, right. this guy's super nice. What a cool guy. And then I continued to hear stories about him, you know, and things that would happen at work, things that had happened over the years. And I'm just like, that guy is a genuinely just another one right. of those guys that you're like, man, I wish I was, I wish I looked at life a little bit more like him. And right. the, the person that ended up with him, I, you know, if they were ever thinking when they met him, oh, I hope this guy's okay. I wish I had a time machine to go and say, Oh, he's definitely okay, right? Yeah. right? You, you got a good one. I don't know exactly how all the things that are going on in that moment that we're assessing. We probably shouldn't, but we're also looking at looks. I mean, if a guy is totally jacked and goes to the gym all the time, we know something about him, right? Yeah, I mean, and there's, yeah, there's, and there's obviously lots of different personality types, but we know something about him. So I'm, all I'm saying is you can know some things about people from their looks a little bit, right? Yeah. But then most but of you it can't is, put a finger on that because no, there's like... You know, people would automatically say, oh, he works out all the time. So maybe uh, you're like mm, yeah, vain or into themselves mm-hmm. or whatever. But within a couple of minutes, you know, or a little bit of time, you know, if you, if, you, if you hear like, oh, I go all the time because I was a chubby kid and people picked on me. Now yep. you're like, whoa, hold on. Yep. Now there's something po- that's like double positive, yep. right? I was depressed. Like now you and do something, I was depressed. And like yep. now, you know what? And I still, you know, just go because you're like, okay, that's you, these are two different guys. Yes. We're starting to go down a different route. And here. by the way, I'm not saying that uh, automatically a, a no, muscle-bound guy makes, is a bad guy. But you're able to make that decision as you're going down the road. You're like, here's the left, here. Now, this other guy may say something else. Like, man, I, you know, I was in the military. I get out. I love working out. Okay, well, that doesn't make you a bad guy yet. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm, But I'm slowly driving down this road, and in about a 10-minute drive, I will have taken enough turns to be like... Yeah, probably not. You're not the guy. Right. Well, and also... Or, man, that is... It, there might be something wrong with him, but... It seems you know, solid. All right, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, this woman who's asking this question, I think an important aspect of that, too, is you're talking about your friends. They know you. So they know what you're looking for. Right. They've heard stories. So if I see a guy who's wearing Crocs and socks, right, 
And I know that my friend, who's a girl, is looking for a you know the protector type, a kind right. of a tough guy who can take care of her. I think Crocs and socks might not be that guy. Well, I he think might you're enjoy just life. Old now. A lot of guys wearing Crocs life. and socks. Well, right. I guess I meant uh, Tevas and socks. Right? Oh, okay. Sand- gotcha. Sandals yeah, yeah. and socks. Uh, I know that you know. Look, this guy might be more interested in the outdoors and collecting butterflies or whatever he does. If you're looking for someone like that, he might be the right guy. But if I know you and I know what you're looking for is a big, strong man to protect you or whatever, you just want a guy to take care of you, well, then he's not the one. If you're looking for a guy to go explore the world with because you're both curious and you're an archaeologist and he's a whatever, then you're perfect for one another, right? right? Yeah. So it's, it's about knowing the, the, the friend and what they sure. expect, too. And we can be wrong. I mean, look. Absolutely. It's happened. I, I'm trying to think. You know, well, speaking of that, I mean, the Jonah say, Hill stuff. We haven't talked about that yet. Can mm-hmm. we talk about that yes. next? I, I want to get your guys' take on that. I'm a little sure. confused about it. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yo. Yeah. Okay, so we didn't talk about this yesterday. Right. This Jonah Hill thing. But yeah, this Jonah Hill thing. So he was dating Sarah... Hillary? Is that... Oh, I have to look. thought it said... She's a pro surfer. Yeah, ex-partner. Let's see. Oh, Sarah, Sarah Brady. Brady. Yeah. Accused him of being uh, emotionally abusive and shared what she said were screenshots of his text messages. Social media users have even begun creating sketches demonstrating how ridiculous his alleged demands were. Now, if you haven't... You didn't even hear about this, Snow Cone, right? I have no idea. Okay. So we should definitely explain what some of this stuff said. Do you want me to read it? It says, yeah. um, in one of the images, that, talking about these screenshots... Jonah Hill appeared to have sent a list of his boundaries, that's in quotes, that prohibited her from, quote, surfing with men, end quote, having, quote, boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men, end quote, and, quote, pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, end quote. So those were the things. Oh, sorry, also friendships with women who are in unstable places. So those are the big ones. He doesn't want you to have, you can't have boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men, pictures of yourself in the bathing suit. Which I think there was more to that, right? About modeling, like you don't really need that for modeling. I don't remember. Maybe someone he just did wrote say that. like modeling is. <clears throat> you know what? I'm paraphrasing. About- but it was like modeling is not a business. That I basically it was something about like it's you know, it's not a business that he would want to be involved in with somebody who's in that business. Right. Like it's you know that does, he's not comfortable with that. He's not comfortable with people with that the modeling culture. Right. And in the text, he allegedly wrote. Uh, that if she doesn't, you know, uh, understand where he's coming from, then maybe uh, she's not the right partner. Well, if I can she, read she it violates for you. He these said, terms, she might not be the right partner. I have this. He said, plain and simple. So apparently, they were going to counseling. Okay, they only dating a year. So it's, part of that is like weird. To me. What are you doing? Going to counseling? Hollywood stuff. Just break up. Like right. what? 
You don't have kids. You've only been in a relationship for a year. Yeah. Like if it's a, like if you're like, hey, we should go to counseling. Like, well, no, you should find someone that you don't have to go to counseling with over a year. You're a 38-year-old millionaire. I get, I get five years, and you're like, hey, I really love you, but we're running into problems, yeah. right? Let's Maybe someone can help us work through this. Yeah. But we're having these major issues nine months in. Right. No, it's weird. But maybe but I'm just, maybe, maybe I'm, he's big on therapy. He, he did that is, documentary right? with his therapist. So maybe he's all about, you know, hey, better life through therapy. And if we're going to be in a relationship... Uh, if it's going to be a good one, we should probably go to therapy together because I'm a strong believer in therapy. That could right. be where that he's coming be, from. Right. Maybe so things weren't terrible. He says, plain and simple, if you need. So she had asked him, like, they were supposed to make boundaries for each other. Right. Right? Like, he has boundaries. Which therapists will say all the time. Well, it sounds to me like you need to set some boundaries with right. him or her. So he says, his, uh, plain and simple, if you need. Surfing with men. Boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men. To model. To post pictures of yourself in bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in unstable places, <clears throat> and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful. I am not the right partner for you if these things bring you to a place of happiness. I support it, and there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for romantic partnership. My boundaries with you based on the way these actions have hurt our trust. So he says at the end, look, I understand if you don't understand where I'm coming from or don't <clears throat> want to do these things, don't want to stop doing these things. Right. So now she responded. She's te texting someone else talking about him in that text. So just I can give okay. you how okay. she sees talking it. Talking to a friend. Yeah. So she's like, and I asked him to make a list of his needs, too. So she said in my this is where it gets kind of weird for me, because she says in this text, I asked him to make a list of his needs. Well, those are needs. Yeah. Right? What she says, I think his list ended up being like five rules for me, not anything that he needed. The freedom to do in his life himself, like his list of needs was not a list of needs. It was a list of expectations, rules for me. When we ended it, it's because we couldn't agree on that. And then I stayed friends with him for the next six months, and he just kept chalking up our breakup to us being in different places in life when that's BS. That's not the main reason it wasn't working. And she says, so he kept me on a close emotional, kept me on as a close emotional confident after the breakup was. Sexting me on July 13, 2022, visited me at my apartment in my hometown early August 22nd, August 2022, and then waited till a week after I moved to Hawaii for law school to send me a text being like, by the way, I'm in a new relationship. And then... Pause real quick. She's saying, you know, he says this is why we broke up, but that's BS. But you literally just said that you, you thought those terms that he gave you were BS and that they weren't proper boundaries, and so things ended. Aren't you saying that that is why you broke well, up? Well, I think she's saying we broke up because... And again, I'm just guessing. Yeah, it's hard to understand. It feels like she's saying, he's saying, we broke up because you didn't want to do these five things, right? Yeah. And then she's like, no, that's not why it wasn't working. It's because you were giving me rules. Right, which is It's not necessarily all the rules. It's not a boundary. You were just... It's the fact like, that you gave me rules. You're controlling me, right. and I'm not going to do and you, that. And I heard a lot of people say... Um, and she didn't say this, but I heard a lot of people on the internet say that they accused Jonah Hill of using therapy speak which would be you know, what she's talking about, these rules, that he used therapy speak to emotionally manipulate her, right? So just because you're using 
terms like boundaries and, and your therapist said you needed to set boundaries, that what you're doing, again, these are accusations from some people, what you're doing is actually manipulation and emotional abuse and it's under the guise of this therapy speak. So that's, right. that's the people who are criticizing this. Yes. <clears throat> First and foremost. Wait, hold on. Now let me yeah, say, so there's a little more to this, like things that happen. So here's another text message. So they've been broken up. And apparently she's in Hawaii and he's there or something. Okay. You, you can't, the other thing I don't like when you share text messages, I don't know what was said before that. Exactly. And I don't know what was said after that. Nope. Same All I get is what you want to release. Yep. And that, to me, that, to me, I think releasing people's private text messages to you is abuse. Right. Did she do this? It's absolutely I mean, the abuse. accusations are that she did this, but I don't want to say that she did it if someone else did no, it. No, she did it. She put it on her Instagram. But but if she did she this, said she, she wasn't did it. She said she did it because she wanted his fiancé, his girlfriend or fiancé just gave birth. Okay. They're not married. I don't know if, if he asked her oh, to marry okay, her or okay. not. But just gave birth, and she said she wanted someone on Instagram or one of her friends to show these to her so that she would know what kind of relationship she's getting the, into with a baby. To the baby mama. The yes. baby mama needs to see this. But, so right. why does she post it to everyone? I don't know. That. Like, that was the reason, because she wanted her to see it. Like, but, you know, she didn't make it private just for her to see it. She made it for everybody to see it. So apparently he's in Hawaii, and somehow, because I can't see it, you know, yeah, but it's before 9.15 a.m., and then she says, what's tomorrow like for you? You free any, t- any time between 2.40 and 6, your time. Because she's at school. Mm-hmm. And he says, I don't want you to bail on school. That's important. I know I don't need to, but in the spirit of pure respect to our friendship and appreciation for each other, I did want to be transparent that I did start dating someone recently. I'm sorry if this is painful. It just happened, and I didn't want to not be transparent with you ever as I care about you. And then she said, thanks for letting me know. Probably best if we don't talk for a while and you figure out where that's headed. And then he said, I appreciate and understand that. Okay, now did you see the other one where it's a screenshot of, from you know, her iMessages? It says she's talking to Jonah, and these are her messages where she says, take accountability and operate with respect. It's that simple. Because I'm tired of your attitude towards surf culture, that contest, and that place, because I deserve respect, period. Right. I have been more than patient, and then S like this is still here. F that contest, F that place, and F not respecting me always in every situation within surf culture, or you don't get it, exclamation point, and you don't get me. It's hurtful and it's unacceptable to me. Get it? Question mark. I don't know if you get it or care or give an S about that um, or give an S about that S more than me, even after Dr. Stern had said it loud and clear. By the way, Dr. Stern is supposedly the couple's therapist. Uh, so then the only message I, I can only hope him, it's Howard. Right. I know. And he, I thought man Stern is so into therapy. Right, he yeah. should be doing it by now. And then I see this other message from her where she says, uh, literally just say hello. Leave the convo. Uh, I love how your therapist thinks I suck. I literally am the best boyfriend on earth. Okay. Right. And I did see some, there was a the, he kept saying, like, I treat you so well. I'm such a good boyfriend. He kept saying that a lot in some okay, of these so texts. So like, why are you doing that? This like, was him what? saying that stuff then. This was him yes. saying that. Okay. Take some accountability and operate with yes. respect at that contest. Okay. Right. That's, that's what I read on Sunday, and that was like the only part I saw. That's I did him not saying see... it, and he says a lot, like, I'm the greatest boyfriend ever. Yes, yeah, I, I, I say treat I you today. so well. He, said, he says a lot. And I did not know about the, the, the swimsuit picture thing. 
without that information, it was totally different. I was really right. confused on Sunday because all I saw was, hey, I would like you to not have these boundaryless friendships with men right. uh, where you're out all the time and these women who are unstable, unless you can limit it, those are my boundaries. And then I saw people saying, F Jonah Hill, he's manipulative, he's a well, now abusive. She said, so after but there's he more tells her that he's dating someone else, she then, like, we shouldn't talk for a while. And he's like, cool, I get it. Then here's the other thing. Because it, conceptually, like, you need to see all the texts. If you're going to release these, I need to see all of them. She's only because I can see, and I can see in the one before it is um, the one Tuesday, we- August thirtieth, where she says, "Thanks for letting me know. Probably blessed if we don't talk for a while, and you figure out where that's headed." And then he says, "I appreciate and understand that." Right. And then it looks like this is a new text, but I don't know if they're talking before it. Right. And then she, but it sounds like they're not. So she waits a day, yeah, I don't from know. what I can tell. Yeah, I don't. Because this one doesn't have the date on it, except for her saying eight thirty one twenty two. Oh, okay. I don't have right? that. But it could be right after it. Right. I have no idea. But you know, she says it's eight thirty one. But why not leave the timestamp in when you left the timestamp in for everything else? So just some weird things. And I know. But then it says, not that it's really my business, but out of my own personal chicks before dicks code. If that's headed anywhere, I can say that. We're fine. Yeah. Other than hookup or fling, if that's headed anywhere other than hookup or fling, I'd appreciate if you make that woman aware of how recently you've been flirting with me, sexting me, and leaning on me for partner level emotional support. Right. Like what? I that what? That's your demand. Right. We're not. We're broken up. We're not supposed to talk to each other. And now you want me to tell her that. Even though we've been broken up, I've been flirting with you and using you, you as an emotional right. support Which system. Is, by the way, just in my own opinion, that is never your business. Right. Absolutely what never your business. Right. To like, my if, new I, girlfriend if, about. if my ex is leaving and going, dating some other guy, that is none of my business. It's none of my business to no. tell him about her. No. No, no way. And then he says, I'm sorry, what? In all caps. He says, I've been there for you as a friend, which I have made very clear. And not only is it not your business, as I only mentioned it to you out of respect and friendship, but I have not been flirting with you or sexing you in any way where it would be inappropriate at this time. This is Jonah? Yeah, to start dating someone. And if anything, I felt for your change and tried to be a good and supportive friend as you transition to a scary new environment. And to be crystal clear, I have not flirted or sexed with you in any way, shape, or form in months and went to say goodbye to you as a super kind gesture that you seem to have appreciated because it was kind. So then, I mean, there's, there's, um, I'm scrolling through them on Twitter, and it, there's a lot more of his stuff than hers, which I guess makes sense. But so you read the one where she says that makes me feel like you're testing me to see if you should keep me around or dump me because there's something wrong with me, like I'm a nerdy, dorky, unaware, naive idiot socially. I hear you, and then he responds and says, "Those are your words, not mine." So that must have been the response to the initial. You know, and then list of demands. Right, then she she responds to that text, and to be crystal clear, I have not flirted or sexed with you in any way, shape, or form in months, and went on to say goodbye to you as right. She responds with a screenshot of it must be Twitter direct message or something, and that's July thirteenth. So it's a month and eighteen days, right? Okay, I have no timestamps on mine, and it says. It's him just saying, no, just holding my... Okay. And she circles it. But there's nothing after that. So, like, again, like, 
if she messages him, I, I need to see the whole thing because I don't know what she says. Like if he if she says, "What are you doing at seven thirteen? He's like, "Holding my whatever," yeah. which doesn't matter anyway. But maybe he's like, you know, we're working on this film set, nothing's going on, just holding my dick. Right. Which but by, I know we by, don't know the context, and that, and also that is a that is a thing that guys say. I'm sitting right. around here just holding my dick. Are we going right. to get anything done today? Right. So, look, but even then, he says, I haven't sexed you in months. Right. And then she pulls one out from a month and 19 days. Okay. Well, okay. Over a month. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So she says, uh, she sends that to him and then says, whatever helps you get through the day, got to focus on mine now. What Adios. Did, what did she send him? What did he say? No, that's what she sent to him. Okay. Was him just saying he was holding his wiener. So, but that wiener thing, holding my wiener, was from a month and 19 days ago? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Okay. That's it. All right. And then he said, new side of you, Sarah. I care about you and will always be your friend as I have been. Yes, we sexted two months ago. Um, screenshotting intimate text between us is a huge triggering violation for me and a breach of trust as a friend. As I have explained to you about breaches of trust... I've had between trusted friends recently that have caused me trauma. I'm incredibly hurt and feel a lack of safety where I've always trusted you. I'm sorry if a former partner moving on is painful, and I empathize with that, but I've done nothing wrong, and if I wasn't a public person, I wouldn't face this kind of violation. And having shared that with you and then watching you be like this today shatters my ability to trust anybody even further. I have always shown you kindness and support. Okay, so here's my question. With all of that now... Mm -hmm. Well, I just he finishes that. He says, I have nothing to hide in my life, but I'm still uh, entitled to safety and privacy, just like you or anyone else. I thought you'd understand and honor that. This has really shattered my sense of faith in you, that you're a human I could trust. I thought we would always be friends, Sarah. I've done nothing wrong, and I'm sorry if you're bummed, but this line of texting today has really deeply let me down and broken my trust as a friend. And then she says, I'm just showing your own text to me. Can you put yourself in my shoes for a second? How I might feel gaslight by, gaslit by your behavior and communication. And then he said, I'm happy to speak on the phone, but no. Right, because now he's, Cause now he's like, You're I about know. to release <laughs> these. Yeah. Right. So the, the, the big question, which I guess the main thing is the, let's call them the list of demands, right? He called them boundaries. He used therapy speak, as people mm -hmm. pointed out. And he said, I, you know, these are, these are the things I'm not comfortable with. You're bound, boundaryless friends with guys, right? Uh, your friendships with these unstable women, can you limit those a little bit? And then the big one, I think, is talking about taking down pictures in bathing suits or not, not posting pictures in bathing suits, right? I mean, Lazo, did he actually say, what was the exact wording of that bathing suit thing? Don't post pictures in yeah. your bathing suit? Because, I mean, that's a... It just says, this is in quotes, it says, uh, you know, because I'm reading this from an article, you know, the boundaryless inappropriate friendships with men. And then they go to the next thing, it says, pictures of yourself in a yeah, bathing so suit. Yeah, so it says, it was surfing with that? men, boundaryless inappropriate friendships with men. Yeah. To model, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful. I'm not the right partner for you if these things bring you to a place of happiness. I support it, and there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for our romantic partnership. Okay, so of all those things, to me, the one that stands out is posting pictures. And she's a surfer. Right. You're saying posting pictures. And that's how he met her. Right. He met her online through Instagram or whatever because he saw her, right. I assume, in a bathing suit. Right. But who knows? Whatever, who cares? Right. Now, also... That may be I, why he's like, don't post them. Right. So, I, to me, that's the one that stands out. 
But I know there are some guys that are more or less comfortable with I how think, open their relationship is, what their wives or girlfriends do. I think on both sides of it. Like, yep. I, like he could say, hey, we're in a relationship now, so please don't post those pictures. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that way. But also, like, don't, like, I'm like on the other side of that, there's plenty of women who say, hey, we're in a relationship now. Don't go liking everybody's Instagram pictures, mm-hmm. right? Like, these are the same things. They're just, right. if they're boundaries or if they're ultimatums or, hey, I won't feel comfortable in this relationship if these things are going on. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, but if you I'm were like, hey, I don't want you to just go around on Instagram and start liking pictures of girls in bathing yeah. suits. Yeah. I may be like, well, that, you know, I'm not interested in that. Right. Too much for me. Medium. Or you might be like, that's fine. Yeah, it just depends on the care. person. Seems okay. respectful. Yeah, I can do right. that or no. But uh, to me, the one, you know, there's something about telling a woman to cover herself. You know, that's the one. Posting pictures in your bathing suit. That, And especially when you're talking about sh- dating a, a 37, how, however old he was, 36-year-old millionaire movie star, right? right. So there's probably a lot of willingness to try to make him happy, right? I would assume if I met a, a millionaire movie star and she wanted to date me, that maybe I might do some things for her that I wouldn't do for other people. I might put up with some things, right? That I, and that's not healthy, but that I might do those things. The big question is, I mean, you're is, saying is that this, she would do that for money? I'm saying that it's Jonah Hill, so... You're saying if I asked her, don't do it? Well, she didn't do it anyway, Right, so. no, no, she didn't do it. And, but I'm saying people are accusing him of being controlling, and I can see specifically with the bathing suit thing. I think the other ones are reasonable, but there's, there is something about telling a woman to cover herself that's a little bit, especially when she was already a surfer, that seems odd to me. But the thing is, he ends that message with, look, this is how I feel. Basically, these are my insecurities. That's what he's really saying. And if you're not cool with this stuff, then maybe we're not meant to be together, Right. He doesn't say, do it, damn it. It's not like he's saying, you need to quit posting those pictures right now. It's not a video of him yelling. It's him saying, here's all, and it is in therapy speak, here's all these boundaries, and he does seem a little insecure about here's the his thing. relationship with her. Here's the thing. But this he's is, honest. This is my end, if my intake of all of this is you guys didn't work out. Right. Yes. He didn't abuse you, though. Right. Just, I don't have any evidence of it, at least. Right. All this talk about and if it's, abuse. If it though. is gaslighting or if it is there's emotional abuse or whatever, every relationship has things like this, right? Every right. relationship has a give and take and people are di- like, I don't understand why you got to release all this. Yeah. To me, the biggest uh, abuse that's happening here is my take is her releasing all these what he thought were private conversations yep. to the entire world. It, it to me, like, w- w- how adult. is nobody saying that's the abuse? Megan McCain did. I saw right. she came out and said something about, I think it was her. God, I hope I got that right. There's been several people, though, that have come out and said they're mad about that. You know, the girl, what's her name, Brady? Sarah Brady? Is that her name, Lazo? Uh, anyway, Brady. I know her name's Brady. She wrote in a separate Instagram story, she gave this explanation for why she posted all that stuff. And maybe you already read this. I missed it. But she said... Uh, quote, someone being an emotionally abusive partner doesn't mean they're a terrible person. It often stems from their own trauma. And at the same time, it doesn't mean it's okay. That's what she wrote in a story post. And she said she wanted this to be a warning to other young women who find themselves in similar situations. Okay, well, if you Bull really wanted crap, that. Then talk about it. And without him. Right. And, and, and if you want to show those text messages and be like, this is what manipulative and control. Keep his name out of it. Keep his name out of it. Because like I dated a guy. Yep. 
That's it. And people, maybe they could speculate it's him or maybe not. But I want to let you know, here's some text messages that I got that I felt were controlling and manipulative and I was being gassed. But don't, you don't have to be like, I'm and so, it's Jonah Hill. Right. I don't believe this is this big altruistic thing that motivated you because you just right. want to help people. No one's buying that. Right. No one's buying that. And you guys have been broken up. Yeah. But in the text messages, I see it. You've been broken up. You've kept in contact, but you've been broken up. You didn't release them. You didn't release them. You didn't release them. Yeah. And then you release, I, I, and I know people are going to get mad at me, but then you release them uh-huh. right after he says, I've started dating someone new. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't like it. I do not like it. Like, to me, like, what's the catalyst there? Is the catalyst that he started dating someone new, but a month a month ago, uh, two months ago, he was sexting you? Right. And now you're like, wait, were you sexting me and talking to this other girl? Like, to just be like, I want to do this because... I want people to see these texts, and I don't have any sort of anger or animosity. I'm like, the timing sure sounds like you might be a little upset. Of course. Right? Instead of, I'm just trying to help. Quit releasing... Private messages. Private messages from people. Like, that is abusive. Right. It is. Somebody should feel comfortable... The NSA treats me better than you, you know? A person should be comfortable texting. And by the way... If you want to say his text messages are out of line and inappropriate... That's fine. That's fine. That's totally fine. Uh, and maybe I'll agree with you. Maybe I won't. It doesn't matter. But are you going to tell me that in any relationship, things haven't been said that are inappropriate? Uh, of course. And you just don't like, hey, That's you know a, He's what? an abusive person. Cancel him. Right. Stay away from him. Well, right. And uh, let me go ahead and release your text right. messages. That like amazing. That's the... That, and then, how about this? Why don't you talk to me? Right. Well, because the last girlfriend I had released all my goddamn text messages. Yep, that'll change. You never things. text me. Yeah. No, I don't. Yep, you're gonna have to wait till I get home. Right. That's it. You're calling, and now I'm worried about you going. recording it. Yep. Just right. Like, just stop it. Stop. There stop. Be like whatever. Right, wrong, or indifferent. Whatever those issues are, and they were said on Twitter direct message or through text don't post those right and then one way and if you really did if you really thought you know what he's a bad human and i want the woman who's pregnant with his child which is absurd because what you're saying is he's been dating her for a while and she's not as smart as you and can't figure it out so you need to you know him better right you need to go ahead and let her know what a bad person he is Mm -hmm. because he was bad to you. That's never well, your job. Well, I don't. Also, not as a, not only your job. You have no. They idea. have a different relationship. Totally different. Maybe he doesn't act like that with her. Yep. Maybe he doesn't have to send her a list of boundaries that will yep. he'll only go through because she doesn't do any of that. Every stuff. relationship is it's different. All totally different. different. If either one, I say, well, one kind of surprising thing we've heard from the tabloids through, for years. They've kind of portrayed Jonah as maybe being a little insecure, but it could come from his weight or whatever. Who knows. Then he puts out the thing with a the therapist. To see him, it's just odd to see. You got this guy in his 30s. He's a millionaire, huge movie star. I think he won an Oscar, got nominated, been in Scorsese movies, right? Moneyball. And he's asking his girlfriend, you know, please don't post pictures in your bathing suit. It's eye-opening, right? Because you're like, wow, you know, you can have all that money and all that fame and everything else yeah, and, and then still insecure. have that level of kind of insecurity. And I think that's right. interesting. And by the way, I don't think that that in and of itself, just the, the bathing suit thing is weird to me because it does feel a little like cover yourself. I don't love that. But 
the whole like I don't like you posting uh, sexy pictures on your Instagram or having an OnlyFans or whatever. Different couples are going to be different about that, right? Yeah, so I think there's probably women listening to us right now. I would bet who would say that is completely absurd. Don't make those types of demands. Mm-hmm. Okay, well you can leave. You can leave. But also, but there's probably other women who 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 are listening to us right now and say, if I got into a relationship, a serious relationship with someone, I w- you wouldn't have to tell me because I would stop doing it. Right. Yep. There's no like right. It is what it's your relationship. Every relationship is personal. Yep. There's no right or wrong answer. Some women would be like, don't tell me not to do that. And some guys would be like, hey, I want to watch you bang other people. Right. And then other people are like, please don't post anything sexy on the yeah. internet. Yeah. I mean, it's like, who knows? Yeah. Right? That's like, these you- are two, like, don't post sexy <laughs> pictures. Let's go have an orgy. Right. Like, right. But these are both relationships that work. Yep. Right? I, I am so. I don't know, but just don't post stuff like that. Don't to me, post that's. It. It's rid- and the fact that people are just crushing him. I know. Okay, I'm so, shocked that nobody's saying the abuse is some the people are. I know Megan some McCain apparently. Apparently she was, but I, th- I think and Candace Owens. That. Okay, okay. Well, right. great, great allies. <laughs> right. But I do. Well, let's end. I'm with sure this. that's what he's doing when he looks at. It. He's like, oh, Megan McCain, Candace Owens, right. rushing to my defense. Damn it! Yeah. Right. Alex Jones comes up next. <laughs> Let me tell you, this yeah, guy, you don't really he don't really real boundaries. He shouldn't <laughs> be doing that. But this is. I uh, will just end with this tweet because there's so many tweets, and maybe you saw this one. This is my favorite one. It's from at Sophie Buttle. She says, if your boyfriend says not to post that bikini pic, ask him if that's the Jonah Hill he wants to die on. <laughs> mm, uh, not bad. Are you sure that's man. the Jonah Hill you want to die on? That's good. We could we could integrate that into our lexicon in yes. the future when someone's controlling and you're like, is that the Jonah Hill you're going to die and on? And what's he doing? Just sitting at home like you guys. God, I won awards. I've did Scorsese movies. I'm rich and famous and... I'm so stressed. My life sucks. I, I, the message is being released is so ridiculous. And look, we are somewhat guilty because we're talking about them. We're, we're taking advantage of well, them. I mean, they weren't released, so. We're, right. And so we're those people who say, hey, don't us. We do that. We do it all the time. I say, why are 911 calls public all the time? And then, and then I play them. So I get it. I get it. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. Don't forget to go to mitra-9.com. Yeah. New shots, the M9. Yep. I just had mine about an hour ago. Kava and Kratom. Maybe 45 minutes ago. They feel it's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's really good. Yeah, when you go He's to the been website. super jabbering over here. It's yeah, good. It makes you feel good. When you go to the website, it'll be the first thing you see. And Lazo got more GoPacks today. There you go. We were I out one, one day. day. Lazo was like, hey, uh, where's the GoPacks? And I was like, dude, I, I think we're out. And somehow, magically, we got the new ones there you and, go. And just in time. So you guys. And if you go to mitra-9.com, just use the code word problematic. Get a yep. discount. Please use Buy the some code of these word. M9 shots. Yes. Get the discount and let them know that we're uh, the ones who sent you there. And we, Snowcone need to probably hide those go-packs because I think too many people now are coming up here and taking them. Mm-hmm. They, they need to buy their own. Yeah. You know what I mean? We can't have Lazo running out no. two, three days Makes in a row. Grumpy. Yeah, no, 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 no. All right, we're doing the news? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ozempic. Mm-hmm. I just I saw my doctor last week, and I was talking to him about I'd read an article about some medication. He was filling something out on the computer. And I was like, oh, have you heard of this stuff? And he was like, no. He goes, you know, the thing that everyone in here asks for is Ozempic. Have you heard of that? And I was like, yes. I was like, mm-hmm. we talk about it all the time. I was like, is there a lot of people asking? He's like, yes. He's like, everyone wants Ozempic or Wigovi. Is that the other one? Yeah. And he's like, they're all asking for it. And he's like, and you know, uh, 
originally just for diabetes, but I'm allowed to prescribe it now. But the issue is people finding it at the pharmacy because there's so many people right. getting this prescription. And I was like, okay, well, all we've heard about is how it works, how this, uh, what's the secret ingredient? Semeglutide or something? That's yes. uh, in both of these medicines. It, it uh, decreases your appetite. You feel fuller faster is my understanding. People, okay. people say they don't eat as much. So it actually is helping people lose weight. Yes. I have not heard anything bad about it yet, except for it can be hard to get. And there were some people trying to compound their own in pharmacies, like compounding pharmacies, and they said, don't use that. You don't know what's in it. Make sure you get the name brands. Okay. That's all I've heard this bad. Well, now here we go. It's, it's only a matter of time. They are looking into Ozempic being linked potentially to suicidal thoughts. There are new questions this morning about the safety of the popular diabetes drug Ozempic, which many people are also using for weight loss. The European Medicines Agency is investigating a possible link between Ozempic and an increased risk for thoughts of suicide or self-harm. This is based on just a few reported cases. Ozempic contains the same drug as the weight loss treatment Wagovi, although dosages do vary. The maker of both products says it has found no causal association between the drugs and self-harming thoughts. So, Lazlo told me something a long time ago, and now whenever I hear... I think the same thing. I think the same thing. Don't you? Yeah. Like, I'm surprised when they say that there's European investigators. In my mind, I'm thinking the drug company's going to go ahead and say that. I mean, we can tell people what the theory is, right? Right. Well, I mean, yeah. So, you know, I don't have... Any depressants were advertised on TV constantly, and they would say may cause suicidal thoughts, which people thought, that's crazy. If you're depressed, why would you take something that makes you more depressed? And years and years and years ago, I went to go get some, and I was talking to the doctor, and I said, you know, these things, you know, they say they cause suicidal thoughts, and that's like, um, when they tell you that, to me, it kicks in just intrusive thoughts. Mm -hmm. Like, am I... Thinking about suicide, right? Right. Thoughts now, maybe yeah. while I'm thinking about it in my, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. So is this what they're talking about, right? Yeah. And so I brought it up, and um, they said that the theory is, although the drug companies have to put the label on it, is that you're depressed when you come in to get antidepressants, right? And so you get these antidepressants, you take them, and they don't work fast enough, or they don't work. And so it takes so many times. People can take eight different kinds to get one that works. Well, you're depressed. Now you took this antidepressant, you're not feeling better. You're more depressed, and then you do something drastic. And so the, the thought is, is that it didn't cause this, it didn't cure it. Right. So right. if you are per, if you're a company that sells antidepressants, the downside is that the people you're giving this to, because there's always liability. Sure. Drug companies, you're about to get sued, whatever. Right. When you've got when you are advertising to people who are already depressed and right. asking them to come get a product, obviously there's going to be a, a, a higher rate of those people taking their own lives. Right. So you know there's kind of this theory that you got to put it on the bottle, otherwise people are going to potentially blame it. Look, I took this medication. And then, uh, right. you know, I had suicidal thoughts where they say, look at this many people took it. They had suicidal thoughts. This many people took ibuprofen. They didn't have suicidal thoughts. Right. It must cause them. But the theory is like you were already depressed. Right. That's why you asked for it. Right. Or that's why someone gave it to you. And it didn't kick in fast enough. You yeah. know, you didn't get the right one. Right. And so now there's a certain group of people who, right? Right. So then so after that. That would, that would make me think when I saw this, when I thought the same thing when I heard that. Like, okay, you go in. 
you're depressed, you're overweight, you look at these pictures on the internet of people losing hundreds of pounds, it doesn't exactly. work. You don't lose all that weight that fast. You don't lose right. any. It right. didn't sucks. work for you didn't for whatever reason. You're like, it's, I can't take it anymore. Yep. You and I were thinking the exact same yep. thing as that as that played out. And it's all because of what that guy told you all those years ago. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I just it makes too much sense. And I guess you can say that's conspiratorial in some ways, but well, it No, just, I don't think it is. It just I think makes it's just sense. That, you know. If you just look at it face value, then the drug companies have to put that on right. there. They have no other option. Right. Right? But if you were like, oh, let me research this and study it, then you'd be like, okay, well, there is another reason why this could be happening. Right. Yeah. Uh, you guys remember Larry Nasser, the uh, doctor? Remember who, him. Who taught me gymnastics. Yeah, exactly. Him. <laughs> Did you watch that documentary? No. I, it was HBO, right? I don't like right? gymnastics. Well, I don't necessarily either. I mean, I guess I like the Olympics, but... That that documentary made me uncomfortable. Did you watch it, Snowcone? I'm not sure I did. I mean, you know, listening to it's these like women, Athlete A or something. Oh, something. Yeah. Okay. I, remember, I don't. I didn't watch it, but I know what you're talking. They're about. They're like talking about you know what happened to them, and I was like, man, look, this is horrible, but it's also really depressing, right? Like that all this was going on, and there was so many victims. Anyway, as you recall, um, he was convicted for I don't know all kinds of charges and put in prison, but he got stabbed um, six times. He got stabbed. And they say it isn't the first. Um, isn't the first time he's been stabbed? No, they say it isn't the first time that, that infamous people have been stabbed oh, okay. in prison. I was like, my God. And I, and I thought, you know. That is, I mean, you're a bad guy you and you deserve to be in trouble. Times. That is a rough stint. Right. Like, if you're like, he's been stabbed six times, that ain't the first time he's been stabbed. Well, but I thought, like, when you're a celebrity and you go to prison, I was like, oh, boy. Depending on the celebrity, you know, that person could be in a lot of trouble. If you hurt children, they always yeah. say, oh, boy, they're not going to like you there. So now here you have this guy who they've made HBO documentaries about how he hurt all these children. Yeah. And now you're going to put him in prison? I mean, I feel like the the prisoners just think we have carte blanche here to just. Well, yeah, and I think the other part of that is too. I mean, and I don't like our prison system. Well, yeah, I don't like it either. But also, like you know, if you are that bad of a guy, are the guards stopping it? Right. That's the other thing. That's exactly right. They. I feel like we have this attitude in America. That it's kind of like, oh, well, the public won't, there won't be any outcry if this guy gets stabbed to death in prison. Yeah. So we're going to let him go to the cafeteria with the general population. Right. You know what I mean? Whatever. Things that they know they shouldn't do. I don't know if that happens. But uh, it, I don't know. I, I don't like our prison systems. I don't like this guy. If we're being honest, I don't even feel sorry for him. No. But I don't like the I idea don't like that the idea. We're, we're supposed to be bigger than that. We're supposed to be stabbed. Yeah, we're supposed to be better than that as a society, better than the criminal that we're punishing. Larry Nasser was repeatedly stabbed at a high security federal prison in central Florida. The confessed sexual abuser struck twice in the neck, six times in the back, and twice in the chest, leading to a collapsed lung. He's in the hospital Ugh. in stable condition, according to the president of the union representing prison employees, who also says the facility has been facing staff shortages, impacting safety and security. The Bureau of Prisons confirming Sunday's assault, but would not name the injured inmate. There you I go. thought he said, if you heard me chuckle, I apologize. I thought he said the employee union guy said they had been facing stab shortages. <laughs> and so I, and my, at first I was like, so that, that's why he got it eight times? Like there just hadn't been enough? We got to hit our quota, guys. Come on. Get Nasser eight times. We're seven behind. It's, I was like, and I was like, staff shortage. Staff July shortage. 10th. Stab I just heard stab, stab. Right, so you expect to hear it again. I heard, thought I was they, had, they blame stab shortages. Look, we're sorry, but... 
you know, I'm sorry he got stabbed six times, but we needed to make up right, some. And we looked around, we're like, who deserves uh, it? Nah, give it to Nasser. So sometimes we just look up from our desk and realize <laughs> no one's been stabbed this week. And, uh, you know, we got to do something about that. Uh, this search for the guy from well, I need to warden on my ass over this. Somebody go get Nasser. <laughs> right. Uh, the article. Put him in the yard with everybody else. <laughs> the article I was reading earlier said Dahmer got stabbed in prison, too. He got He did, down. yeah. Yeah. I sort of remember was that. It, wasn't he killed White? in prison? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, he was killed in prison. Yeah. Like I thought he was executed. Well, oh, no, he got beat to he, death. He that's right, he killed, got beat yeah. to death. Yeah. In that. I know he yeah. stabbed, and I think he got beat with a broomstick. He got beat with a broomstick. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And he got some other stuff from yeah, what beat. I was heard. I forgot. That's, well, of course. stuff that's, you'd pay for. That's how he died. <laughs> uh, they said James Whitey Bolger. I don't remember what happened to him. Did you know something happened to him in prison? Uh, it talks about him being captured, and he says his, his prison assassination was planned as soon as he arrived in a federal West Virginia prison as an 89-year-old man in a wheelchair. The Department of Justice said in a report released last December, he was originally housed in the same federal prison as Nasser in Florida before he was transferred to a federal West Virginia penitentiary. Mm. So, I mean, look, okay, you had a, a plot to kill, right? That's a, he didn't get yeah right. He didn't get killed in prison, did he? I don't know. I don't remember that. I do remember driving by. There's a prison in Springfield, Missouri. And I remember driving by there, and my friend who lived down there said that uh, the mafia guy, the big mafia guy from our era, the biggest, what was his name? Gambino? Gambino. They said that he was in that prison. I don't know if that's true or not, hmm. but they said that's where he was. And if you watch that show, Lazo, mm-hmm. the, the one that you watch on people Apple, in prison, by the way, I did see that on our subreddit, our Church of Lazo, somebody, somebody actually showed the email that they sent to War Machine in prison from you. Oh, I saw that, yeah. <laughs> from you. That's not great. People are doing it all the time. I wasn't going to tell you. Pen pals. You pen- became pen pals with War Machine. Dude, this I'm is sorry, not how sorry. I wanted I to die. He's, not, he's never getting out. What do you mean? They're gonna, the, the, our justice system is so messed up. Because she managed to survive, barely, they're going to let him out somebody. That's attempted murder. You bring up a lot of good points. We don't, you know, yes, of course he should be in prison. That's what started that whole conversation. What did you say? They're going to let him out of prison. He's not going to be there forever. You said he should be in there, right? I said he should be in there forever. I mean, what he did, the fact that she lived is a miracle. Incredible. Incredible, okay? So if she had died, then they give him life. Yeah. Or maybe even, you know, yeah. the death penalty. I don't know. But wasn't but, it like two counts because there was a guy there? Yeah, I don't remember the whole story about the, the, yeah, the guy. Yeah, it was like her new boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what started it, So right? there's two like, counts, so it'd be a little longer. Uh, we've looked it up, right? We've looked up how long and when he's eligible for parole. People keep posting that on our subreddit, too, yeah. which yeah. I don't need to hear. Uh, what about the guy from Pennsylvania? <laughs> Did they find that guy yet? Do you guys hear about the survivalist that escaped a couple days ago? No. He's a he's a, a suspected killer, I guess, an arsonist, some something. They don't ever specify exactly what he they think he did, but he he escaped prison in Pennsylvania, used some gym equipment, and then took blankets and made like a rope mm-hmm. and went over the top. How is that possible? How is no one watching he you can climb up? Do that? He they said he stacked gym equipment, I guess, to get over the barbed wire. They showed it on the news. This? Exactly. How do you get out? This is like something out of a movie. So apparently this guy's like, he looks like one of the guys that would have stormed the Capitol for sure. Okay. And apparently he's a survivalist and now they've been finding remnants of like his camps and they think he has some sort of associate that might be helping This morning on the ground and from the air, police focused on the small, heavily wooded communities near the New York-Pennsylvania border in search of Michael Burham, 34, who authorities say should be considered armed and dangerous, wanted in connection with cases involving murder, kidnapping, and other violent felonies. If we are putting significant pressure on him, at some point we will force him to make a mistake and when he does, uh, we will use that to our advantage. 
Authorities say Burham is a survivalist with military training and believe he could be getting help after finding supplies and campsites they say he possibly used. Okay, hmm. did that show up there on yeah. uh, Twitch? So, I mean, you, you see what I'm saying? And if you see some of the other pictures and videos of him, definitely. He would have stolen the I just assumed that they, sure. when they said that he escaped and they showed him, I was like, oh, so he's there from storming the Capitol. Right. I really thought when they said survivalist who escaped. But this, this article's from an hour ago, and they're saying they're still looking for him. And they're talking about how he escaped uh, through the roof, shimmied down a rope of sheets, according to court documents. Oh, yeah. Surveillance footage shows how him and other possible? prisoners walking in and out of his jail cell, says criminal complaint filed, blah, blah, blah. The search continued Tuesday, and authorities described it as dangerous. And with survivalist skills, we already heard all that. Yeah, so uh, apparently he pulled this equipment out, somehow stacked it up, and then tied these sheets to it. That's what they were saying on the news, and shimmied down the roof. That Pretty sounds cool. a little too easy, doesn't it? But I guess maybe you're just in... Lazo, you know more about the prison system. Don't no be, offense. Don't but, be offensive. But, but, don't be offensive. You know, like, okay. he, he was probably in jail, you right? Because he, lightly right here, He hadn't okay? been convicted of anything. I didn't say War Machine needed to be put down like a dog. I like didn't did. say that either. <laughs> I never say that. If you're just uh, accused of something, you then you just go to, like, county jail, right? You're not. Mm. They don't hold you in a prison no. for trial. No one right. ever goes to a prison and awaits trial, right? Uh, or I don't do think they? So I, I'm trying uh, to think. Like, I mean, where did they put? I don't think so. That's why I was asking. I was wondering, where, like, where they put OJ because that trial took like two years. I know, I know. Seems like that'd be too long to sit in a county in a county but jail. Maybe. So I just assume when you escape and you're you've just been charged with something but haven't gone to court yet that you escape some sort of county jail. Not that that's, that's the other easy, thing. But... Like, I don't know. But you know, we talk about our prison system. A speedy trial. Right, like two years and no bail. And you're in prison, yeah. Like, all right, you can. You're innocent. You're until allowed, right, you're allowed to think OJ's guilty. That's okay. Well, I they have to waive the right but... to a speedy trial, right? Isn't that what they do? Like yes, Brian Koberger, he waived the right to a speedy trial. You have to because you'll put you in prison. Right, right. But OJ takes two years. They say no bail, so he really did two years in prison for something he didn't do. Right. That he was that never convicted he's, of he's doing. Never convicted of doing. Yeah. Well, I mean, according to the judicial system, he spent two years in prison for something he didn't yeah. do. Yeah. Okay, let me ask That's you That's ridiculous. If you were in trouble... You're not wrong. If, I know I'm not wrong. I don't ever say anything out loud. I think about it, and I say it. I know it's true. <laughs> I mean, why would I say stuff that's wrong? <laughs> People you, say stuff that's wrong. It's, they're stupid. Hi. That's me. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's say you're in trouble, Laszlo. You date a girl... Um, Thinking about it. You, you date off and on, whatever. She goes missing. She's found dead. Then they, they suspect you, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you did it or not, but your story to me sounds well, convincing. Like there's a, I think there's reasonable doubt for sure. You've got a good story. You don't story, believe me? But it's a complicated story. best friends. No, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'm it? pretending like I'm a stranger, right? Oh, okay. Sorry. So uh, Jesus. you tell the story, and if I get to hear the whole thing, I think there's some reasonable doubt there. When you go to trial, do you choose... Trial by jury or trial by judge? I go judge. It, 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 it depends on the circumstances, but there's a lot of things. I watch all this true crime. I'm like, oh, I go judge. I think you go jury. Ju- no, judge understands what reasonable doubt is, and judge right, understands and the story don't. and is smart. You've got 12 people who couldn't get out of jury duty sitting over there watching this. And i got to convince one. That's it. Right. i got 12 people. That's right. Yeah. I, like, but I, here's I, what I, happens. Judge so, understands mm-hmm. the law and what reasonable doubt is. So I hear what you're saying. But I also like your idea. There's 12 people over there. I only got to yes, get one. That's of them. what they say. But here's the thing when you go in there and there's only one, they want to go it home. Shuts up so they quickly. say, look, stop. 
The, you're totally outnumbered here. Yeah, but I've and seen 12 he, angry men. And it they can stand, happen. It can, but it's rare. If they're outnumbered most of the time, they vote again, they vote again. Oh, instead of three hours, it took two days. Boom, you're guilty. All you need is a majority of those jurors to think you're guilty, and there's a good chance you're going to prison. The judge understands reasonable doubt. I think depending on your situation, I think depend, you go with the judge. It depends on the judge. Yeah, I mean, I guess your lawyer would have to tell you about no, the judge. Yeah, the judge is tough or whatever. Right, you know. right. But I, no nonsense kind of guy. I'm just surprised that more people don't do that. I saw a Dateline where the one time where a guy was like, I think he'd had a uh, hung jury in his first trial or something. So the second well, I don't time understand he went that. In, that to me is another thing we talk about, the, like double jeopardy. Yeah, well, how, all right. like we talk about the system. But mm-hmm. if I if they say I murdered you, yep. and then I go to court and they're like, yeah, hung jury. We couldn't come to a decision. Mistrial. Well, that in and of itself is reasonable doubt. I just proved reasonable doubt. I agree. How do you? So then you're like, man, no, let's get 12 more people. And they don't. Say, they may charge you again, or they may not. Right. Or take you to trial again, or they may not. Ridiculous. You don't know. So sometimes a hung, hung jury, jury is reasonable doubt. To me, by sure, definition, sure sounds like it. Sure sounds like it. But the rules are you have to have a you know a consensus of all 12 jurors. Now some states you only need a majority. Mm-hmm. What is it like Louisiana or one of those weird states? I think if you have, yeah, they states. have parishes instead of counties. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I it's it. different. No, it's right. different. Yeah, it's like a Virginia's different. a commonwealth. I don't even know what that means. No yeah, one knows. Right. There's no yeah. way to find out. The people who created it don't know what it means. So, but uh, it, it depends on the, the the judge. I agree. But I think in a lot of these cases that I watch, I watch people. And I'm like, dude, just go with the judge. Your story is complicated. Now, if it's obvious that you're guilty, you're just like, you know, you didn't do it, and you're not testifying, whatever. But if you've got a convincing story, but it's just a little involved, go with the judge. The judge is going to listen. And I think judges understand reasonable doubt, and they understand the idea of rather setting 10 guilty men free than imprisoning one innocent man, right? No, I don't always believe that. That's what that they're taught, the at least. Right. Do you guys still vote the judges out when you go to vote? We had an election a couple I, weeks ago. I, I don't vote. You never vote? I don't care. It is kind of Once a Once Trump won, I'm like, Jesus Christ. What? I, mean, I vote really doesn't matter. Oh, I, like, I, here I, we are now. We're just electing. Like, at one point, I used to get into policy, like... Oh, well, who thinks this about this? I could go this way or that way. I'm really, and then I'm like, well, just, it's, we're just voting for TV Reality star. Like, like, it's like voting for American Idol. Is that what you thought he was going to say, Snowcone? I thought he was going to say, once Trump got elected, I was like, we won. That's it's over. Thought, we got it, baby. That's exactly we're what I thought. We're all good. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? Uh, we got some more news to talk about coming up. Did you watch the... Uh, well, what you call it, the baseball hit it over the dinger. Home run. Did you watch the home run derby last night? Yeah. And did you win any money? I'm no, guessing no. I lost. So. Oh, my guy, I told you. Vlad. I said J-Rob was going to win. Right. He's at home. He's going to do it. Uh, but he did something else. So he broke the record in the first. He hit 41 in the first round. Well, if you wear yourself out like that. So what he did was put on a show. Beat Pete Alonzo, then lost later. Uh, ah, Pete Alonzo, that son of a bitch. Vlad, Galer- Vlad Guerrero Jr. His dad won the Home Run Derby snow cone. This is interesting. In like 2007. So imagine that. His dad won this in 2007. Oh, cool. And now in 2020, I think they said 2007. Now in 2023, his son wins that's it. That's awesome. And his dad's there. That's pretty crazy, mm-hmm. right? Oh my. Vlad Guerrero Jr. will hang on and win the 2023 T-Mobile Home Run Derby. Congratulations to Vlad. He and his dad, both Home Run Derby champions. That's pretty cool. There you go. A tweet from Vlad Guerrero Sr. What a performance. Proud of you, son. Wow. I guess that, I mean, what would the equivalent be for me? Like if I, 
had a son, and I went over to his house one day, and he'd been masturbating for an hour. You know, I'm like, oh, look. We both did the same thing at the yeah. same age. That's so you're just walking. He's walking dainty. Yeah, he's got candles lit. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, sorry. He's got it casting it to the Those big t-shirt screen. t-shirt pulled into a tube top. Towels, towels over the blinds mm-hmm. just to make sure no one can see in. Dead bolted, but I have a key, and I'm like, oh, son. Mm-hmm. I was right there in 2007 in that same spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, I mean, that's sort of news. That's a home run derby. We got more yeah. news to discuss coming up, including uh, – Sarah Silverman suing AI. Did you hear about this? No. Well, you like Sarah Silverman. I do. Do you like AI? I'm sure. Not, I'm not sure yet. Did you Did you hear the uh, first couple that had their wedding officiated by AI happened in Colorado? I like that. Yeah, in Colorado, I guess you don't have to have, an, what's it called? Um, uh, an officiant? I don't know what you call it. A minister? Whatever. Colorado, you don't have to have one there. So this couple's like, well, what we should do is we'll use AI. But at first, it wouldn't work. Because when they would ask it, it kept saying, I cannot do this because I'm not a person. I cannot stand there. I cannot marry you. So th- apparently they switched over. They started working with chat GPT. They brought this little box out. looks kind of like a big Echo, right? Or some sort of just you know fancy uh, futuristic device. And then they were married by AI. Thank you all for joining us today to celebrate the extraordinary love and unity of Reese Allison Winch and Dayton Truitt. We are honored and grateful to have each and every one of you here. We witness the joining of two souls in love. And on this remarkable day, we also embrace an extraordinary moment of innovation. As we have the privilege of being part of the first AI-officiated wedding, we eagerly look upon this ceremony not only as a celebration of your love, but also as a symbol of unity between humanity and artificial intelligence. A symbol of humanity, or symbol of, uh, what do you say? Between humanity and artificial intelligence. Dude, come on. Do you guys, how often do you search stuff on ChatGPT, right? You know, have it do stuff for you? Probably almost never, right? Snowcone, you don't use it, do you? Yeah, every now and then. I mean, Lazo and I pulled it up one day, what, a few weeks ago? Yeah. And we asked it about ourselves, of course, self I use the app. I use it to uh, write me and Bomb Pop. Like, well, he'll choose characters for his bedtime story. Okay. Like, we'll be on Mars and there'll be this person there. So I use it to, like, write bedtime okay. stories. Because I just feel very old. Brooke and her sister, they're using it for everything constantly, every day for months. And I'm just like, I. I never even have an instinct to go to chat GPT. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's crazy the stuff that it can do, but there you go. It married a couple in Colorado, the first ones. Congratulations. We're going to finish the news coming up. I'll tell you why Sarah Silverman's suing AI. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on The Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo! What's going on? All right, we're finishing the news. Sarah Silverman, yeah. a comedian you like, but you didn't love her last special, and I didn't either. That's okay. You know, I'm sure there's people that listen to this podcast that, like, I love that podcast, but there's episodes where, like, I did not enjoy that episode, right? So the last Sarah Silverman thing, I didn't love, but I still like Sarah Silverman. I feel like you feel the same way, right? Yeah, Is that of what course. you're saying? So she's suing, her and a couple of other authors are suing Meta, right, which is Facebook, ChatGPT, uh, Pioneer OpenAI. So... These lawsuits are saying that you took my book and other people's books, which are copyrighted. Oh, I get it. You ingested it, and you're now using that information as fodder or whatever to spit out answers that you give, jokes, things like that. And under California law, we think that's a copyright infringement. We're suing. So it's kind of a first of its kind. It's a good argument. Well, there's been this argument about AI for a while since basically people started realizing what ChatGPT could do. 
well, if it's using stuff from other websites, do they get credit for this? Are there things, can you copyright something to make sure it doesn't get into the open AI system? And no one had any answers. And now I guess we'll figure it out because Sarah Silverman is suing. Invention and creation has always relied on the creations of those that came before us. And it's understood that as we go out in the world and we create, we're relying on that past history. But what happens when it's not a human mind that is acquiring that information, but AI, and specifically AI for profit. That's what this lawsuit is about. The argument here is that, hey, Meta's essentially, at least allegedly admitted, that it got its information from another source. That source's company admits it got it from another source, and that source, according to the complaint, blatantly rips off uh, these copyrighted materials, including books by Sarah Silverman. Okay, so you got that. One of these companies uh, blatantly uses the book, then another company copies that information, and then the third company copies that information. It sounds like they're saying ChatGPT took the book and Justin took right. first. But I get what this guy's argument is. As human beings, we rely on the, the stories that were told, the past. We learn things about the past, right? We use that to do whatever it is we do in life. If you're a comedian, you're using stuff that right. you've no, heard from sure. other comedians. But that's not a human mind that is taking this stuff in. It is a computer that's taking it in. So shouldn't that be a copyright violation? I say yes, but I don't, yeah. you know, obviously I, I don't understand all the ins and outs, but I would say yes. It feels I, like it. It definitely feels like it, especially if, <clears throat> having, if you're going to charge people to be a member of ChatGPT, whatever that's called, where you pay for it, and then like tell me a joke and it's giving you those right. jokes. Uh, no, I don't think that's good, right? I'm not into that. Uh, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt were once married. Do you remember I that? Do. I do. Yeah. They met on the set of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Smith. I love I almost that said movie. Jones. I've uh, never seen it. You but, haven't? No. But well, now you got uh, plans tonight. So they get married. They had they had kids, right? Or they adopt kids? I don't remember, but there were kids involved. Lots. I of remember. Them. I remember that there were a lot of kids, and because some of the stories that the accusations involved kids on the airplane. Remember that? And he was telling everyone to f off, allegedly. Uh, <laughs> that story. I anyway, they owned a vineyard together, and. Now, part of the vineyard has been sold. Oh, I know the story. Yeah. One party is saying, you're not allowed to sell it. Uh, you broke the rules. Excuse you in there. And now Angelina Jolie has publicly, through her lawyer, I guess, called Brad Pitt a petulant child. Huh. Imagine being in a position to call Brad Pitt a petulant child. It's a new offensive in what's been called the War of the Rosé. The couple who War once famously traded shots and flirtations in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Your aim's as you're cooking, sweetheart. Now blasting one another in legal documents. In a cross-complaint against Brad Pitt and his business partners, Angelina Jolie's company Nouvelle is accusing Pitt of acting like a petulant child, Ooh. writing the actor has been engaged in a vindictive campaign to dominate and loot the wine business that the couple had built and owned together. Okay, that's enough. Look, guys, you've been split up a long time. Yeah. We're getting these stories about, you know, I don't remember how long ago it was. Did you read any of that stuff that she... These stories about like him on the airplane and screaming. Did you see any yeah, of that yeah, stuff? Yeah. yeah. Just like guys, come on. Whatever financial ties you have to one another, right? Get it, get it over with. And by the way, who cares? Right. It's not like one of you is a millionaire and the other one isn't. They, they're right. You take you that your own money. You're both extremely wealthy. You got your own money, Jeff. You, just you whatever. You both have generational wealth. This is not a power thing. So I get it. It's you know, you again, just want though, to bicker still. Right. Well, I think we like to see big time celebrities 
And especially and give us be- a- beautiful big time celebrities act just like us. And they give it to us. Yep. You know, I mean, we, we know plenty of people or we ourselves have gone through divorces. And, and I know you're being angry, child. so it's hard to just let it go. Yeah, of course. Like the normal thing would be like, I'm Brad Pitt. I got a ton of money. Take your grapes and shove them up your ass. Right. Right. But you're like, no, you're not taking my grapes, bitch. Yeah. And her the same way. Exactly. You take your stupid wine bottles, suck them. <laughs> right. right. But I've no. got money to fight this war. Right, yeah. Why don't we just do it? I'll get one more lawyer than you. You get another one, I'll get one more. <laughs> right. And lawyers are just like, this is awesome. Right, this is so great. <laughs> he has so much money. We're charging him $2,000 an hour. This is so great. And they're just never going to stop fighting. Uh, a former player at Northwestern. Oh, man, this, this story's crazy. So he's accusing the uh, team of hazing him when he played football there. Mm-hmm. And basically, he's anonymous in, still, right? Inappropriate behavior. When I read the thing, they didn't know who he was. Well, but he was a whistleblower. they said that there, were, that there were other players that had corroborated his yes. story, right? Okay. So here's the story. I'll just play it for a you. A college football hazing scandal rocking the Northwestern community. The allegations, locker room behavior targeting freshman players subjected to a practice called running. The punishment for making mistakes on the field described as a coerced sexual act. A former player who says he reported the behavior to the school in November of 2022. What did that former player claim was happening in that locker room? A group of eight to ten upperclassmen would restrain another member of the football team, that member often being a freshman, um, and forcibly dry hump them. The former player alleges clapping was used to single out the freshman who would be hazed next. A second former player corroborating the allegations to the school paper, reporting both believe head coach Pat Fitzgerald may have known about the behavior. So I, I don't know if you guys understand what they're saying. Do you want us to demonstrate on snow cone in here? Do you want me to demonstrate what it is they're saying? They, they call well, it I running, you, which is weird. Demonstrate on me. Okay. Well, we can do that too. And PE, when they told us, hey, you're in trouble, we're going to do running. That meant we're just going to run. They said this is called running. How did throwing a guy on the ground and dry humping him, like how that doesn't get another name? It's just called running? Is it because you're supposed to run from the guy who's going to catch you? Is it, why, why doesn't you think it would have another name, like, like dry humping? I don't know. <laughs> also, is there allegations that like any of the uniform came off, or this is just supposed to be demeaning, and they just, oh, it, doesn't this sound like a Call of Duty thing, Laszlo, right? You lay on the ground, yeah. and they won't say it in the news, but don't you think these guys, they probably had the uniforms on and they pretended to teabag the guy, right? Yeah. They, they did the Call of Duty thing, right? That's what it sounds like to me. I think that's probably what it was. Uh, it says, 11 current or former acknowledged that hazing has been taking place within the program. The hazing included forced participata- participation, nudity, and sexualized acts of a degrading nature. Yeah, so they're not. So there was nudity. Okay, well, if there's nudity, then it's, it's much worse. We've heard hazing stories that are so bad, it's... Hard to believe sometimes. But this, they're saying they threw him. I'm not saying this is good, but they said they threw him on the ground in the uniform and pretend to dry hump him. Also not good, but not the worst that I've heard of these hazing stories. But if they start pulling their clothes off and stuff, I don't understand how this goes on. I don't understand what motivates the older kids to want to do it, even if it was done to them. Like, you know, hey, the cycle ends in the in the cycle here. And you why is it coach what they were doing? What were they doing? Wait, I need to see it. I know that sounds right. weird, but I... One is because hazing's not that horrible. It depends. Some right, of it, it is. depends. Some of it's brutal and, and needs deadly. to be gone forever. Yeah. And some of it is, you know, a ritual type of thing. Right. And, okay, that doesn't necessarily bother me. I know I'm going to be in the minority there. This but doesn't sound that bad. When I was in the Navy, you know, if you went, if you sailed a ship across the equator, mm-hmm. there are certain things they did, like you had to run 
crawl underneath guys' legs and they slap your ass. Like, you know, I don't know. I've been doing it since they right. invented boats. Right. right. Like, I don't know what they all were, but they were, there was forms of hazing. Tradition, traditional right. hazing. Right. Yeah. I, and I, look. Well, you know, nobody dry, I mean, nobody dry, I mean, somebody dry out me, but not like that. I, I know that this sounds bad for me to say that this doesn't sound that bad. But I'm just saying, in comparison to other hazing stories I've heard, it doesn't sound that bad. And I'd like to know, know what, what the nudity is. What, right, what's like, the what nudity? Did they, did they pull his pants down and slap his ass? That's what I assume, right? They went over there, oh, gotcha. They pull his pants down, <laughs> slap his ass, and then he runs off. I mean, if I saw that, I don't think I'd be alerting authorities. Would you guys? Would you be like, oh, my God. I guess, you know what, it depends on what the guy who's getting his ass smacked feels like. Yeah, if I mean, he, that's if he, it. If he really feels it uncomfortable. It says they, you know. And it could have been worse than that. They're just not giving us a lot of detail. Well, they said they did an investigation, and then. The nudity thing, you know, if there's nudity involved, I'd lo- you know, that could definitely well, make it Well, there's nudity in worse. locker rooms all the time. No, I know, but if there's nudity in part of the hazing, then that could make it right, much worse. Right, like, but is that, like, is that coincidental? Because they're naked in the locker room anyway. Oh, I thought, so they chased him down in the locker room? I thought it said they chased him down on the field. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I thought she said they chased him down on the field. Hold on, let's see what the accusations were. To cleanse its public image. Oh, wait, is that the wrong, that's the wrong thing. I got the wrong thing. I'd already moved on. Uh, Where does she, I think it's right here is where they say what happened. A group of eight to ten upperclassmen would restrain another member of the football team, that member often being a freshman, um, and forcibly dry hump them the former player okay so that could have been in the locker room mm-hmm. yeah maybe they were naked in the locker room and for but, but again now now i'm at this place even more so why why right. would you want to do that that is so weird and even if it was done to you by upperclassmen when you were a kid why continue that and as the coach in 2020 well, now they said they did an investigation mm-hmm. and the independent investigation said there was no evidence that the coach knew it okay but then I'm guessing probably Northwestern did their own investigation. I'm sure. So the report comes back, right? They say, if, if I'm getting this all right, the independent investigation says, yes, there's hazing, but there's no evidence or substantial evidence that Pat Fitzgerald knew about it. Mm-hmm. Okay? So they suspend him for two weeks. Right. And then they come back and they say, you know what? I didn't weigh the severity of this enough. You're fired. Yeah. Well, a two-week suspension in July to you're fired is a big... Yeah. That's not yeah. like, well, we've decided to add four more weeks mm-hmm. or eight more weeks, right. right? It's big. And if you're a college football fan, but you may not know much about Northwestern, Pat Fitzgerald... I know him from something I watched on HBO or one of those college football reality shows. He's in one of them. I, th- I thought you watched it, too. There's like two of them. So it might be on Prime. You know Maybe. what I'm talking about? I don't no. know. But, but he's on there. He is a uh he, he went to school there. He was a great football player there, took that team to the Rose Bowl, then later on became their coach, has been their coach for like eighteen or nineteen years, has had chances to leave to go to bigger schools because that is a school that you have to be super smart to get into. Okay. And so they don't compete. Like good. they play in a big thing, but mm. they can't just get everybody. Yeah. And so it's really hard for them to recruit players. Get these smart and kids. To and, yeah, to play to football, people. right? <laughs> and, and we so, all know that, but it's just, it is funny to say. 
Well, I mean, yeah. No, I know. We know it. We've known, we all know it. It's not nothing new. We've all thought about it. It is right. just a Well, I mean, it's like, you know, the football teams that, you know, Yale aren't as good. Right. They got, because right. they can't choose from as many people. Right. They got a much smaller pool right. to choose from. Their academic standards are higher than yep. other ones. I mean, yep. it is what it is. So. But, but he turned it down? Well, he's turned down a bunch of them, I think, over the years because he was like a Northwestern lifer and had that program. I mean, last year they were terrible, but he kind of got into this rhythm of like, you know, and I've heard him say it like, I don't, I can't get five star recruits. So I'll go around the country and get team captains, guys who are leaders. They're not as good, but give me them for two or three years. And then when they're seniors, we'll compete. Okay. And he's done that over and over That's and over hilarious. again and turned on like, and so now I'm like, I mean, the season starts and uh, what are they going to do? Right. Yeah. They're just screwed. Yeah. And they just approved, like, an $800 million new stadium. Oh, really? Yeah. So then people Oof. are like, put that on hold. Bad timing. Right. That's And who are you, you going to hire? You can't hire anyone. They're going to – they have to say that he didn't know about it. They're going to They say, fired him. They're going to they're gonna say uh, – wait, he already got fired? Yeah, he got fired yesterday. Oh, oh, I thought you said that he was – that he'd been suspended and he was at risk of getting fired. No, he got suspended, suspended for two games – or two, two uh, weeks. Oh. And then they came back later and said, you're fired. So oh, he got fired. Oh, oh, crap. Okay, I didn't know that. That's right. crazy. And then the thing, right, it gets even weirder. Like, and then, Did they have enough time to investigate this to the point where you're going to fire the most important person in the in – the, program no like how long were they investigating this i have no idea and then they said there was no evidence that he knew about it you the said independent right? person did the independent that's the what we have is that he didn't know about it so now he's fired but i'm like well you can't just that you can't crazy. promote the defensive coordinator because if you think the head coach knew about it, then why wouldn't the defensive coordinator know about it? Yep. Like they all, right? So now you've you got a clear house of everyone, then you got to bring someone in. Like, I don't know what you do. I really don't know what you do. I did not know that they'd already fired him. Yeah. That is crazy. So now he's fired. I don't know. I, like, I'm like. Doesn't that feel a little bit like guilty until proven innocent, but there's no chance to be proven innocent? Maybe well, they did an investigation and right. decided. No. Well, then Pat Fitzgerald said. Um, I think yesterday I had a statement like, you know, hey, I was suspended two weeks and nobody even told me I was going to get fired. So now his lawyers are like, we're going to sue your ass. Good. You can't fire me. Like, you know. And then the players are like, yo. Right. We're, we're here. We're not anonymous. We like the guy. We're <laughs> right. here. Yeah. We're here. We want to play football. You just fired our coach. Yeah. You got to hear. We want. We Can have, we take a vote? We have questions. We're upset. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so. Uh, they hold a meeting, and the president of the school doesn't show up. What? He no-shows the players. What's the move there? I don't understand. Cowardly, I think. Like, I'm being honestly like, so the AD's there, but the president of the school doesn't show up. Okay. Like, not even on Zoom or anything. Wow. I'm like, I have no idea what you guys do now. Well, I mean, I guess he'll he'll get another job, but... Mm, maybe not. It'll take a while. You think so? Yeah, people don't like that. They don't like hazing. Yeah, but it'll depend, I guess, on what, what goes public about this right, investigation. Right, and there was like something, there was some reports of racism. I heard, I saw right. one of the students saying that if, if there was racism, I don't like that. Right. But right. I, like, is there evidence of that? No. Um, I mean, if you're the coach of a football team, it seems like a weird thing to be racist. You know what I mean? You need to yeah. get a different job, dude. That would be really weird. I can't you, imagine you that. You grew up around a diverse crowd of people. And a lo- in a locker room. And in the locker room. You guys have grown up together. I, 
Right. Doesn't seem that's just I don't know. It doesn't. No, it doesn't seem. You watch those reality shows and stuff, and these guys all grow up together. Yeah. It can be the deep south. You know what I mean? And right. I don't know. It just feels like they feel like they're family. So maybe that's fake. I don't know. I mean, he'll go somewhere. He'll get a job. He'll, he'll be fine. go somewhere and be like an analyst yeah. for a few years. He, he he'll could, go to Alabama. The Alabama Alabama's known for just taking guys like Steve Sarkeesian, who was drunk on the sidelines, and just had to check himself into rehab. And then they're like, yeah, come here and be an analyst and then be an offensive coordinator and now he's the head coach at Texas. Like, yeah. Yeah, he'll be fine. You. I'm or sure he'll go he's... to the NFL. The NFL doesn't care about that. Right. Or he the could... NFL's like, yeah, just come work here, man. Or he could retire and live on a yacht, I'm guessing. He's made right. pretty good money over the last but, few years. I mean, for the, you know, the one thing is like everybody talks about, oh, what about... Nobody seems to be talking about the players right now. I know. Yeah. Like, they're getting ready to play a football season. Now they don't know who their coach is. Yeah. I mean... I guess there must have been something in that investigation that they say can't be disputed. There better be, be if they fired them. So, all right. Are we done? Yeah, we're so done. Going. We ran out of time? We're done? Nipples says we're out of time. I've all never right. called him nipples before, but I, I can sort of see his nipples today. Good show, War Machine. Uh, I want to let you know that I don't think you should be put down like a dog. I, neither do what I. What you did was wrong, but I think you can learn from it. I, I, I would like to not hang out with you. <laughs> And I'm not writing you letters. Those are not from me. I have evidence they're not from me. There's a subreddit showing they're not from me. So I'd just like you to keep that in mind if you're capable of reading, dumbass. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, we heard that, it. That's a joke. No, that's a joke. We heard it. That's a total joke. Can it. you censor that, Snowcone? Just go no. ahead and did you get a bleep on that? We good? positive. The Church of Laszlo. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.